Hello, friends. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Mal Spain. And we are your fuck buddies. Welcome to the podcast. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Basically, we take either your questions or questions off Reddit and we answer them for you about sex and dating. You like how I did that right away? It's almost like we've been doing this for 85 episodes. Yeah. Mm, And we uh, only had to get mm, a review mm, to tell us to do it. uh, (laughs) uh, I know. Um, But we're getting there. (laughs) We'll become a real podcast soon. One day. One day. One day. Or maybe we won't. Or you you never know. (laughs) I've upgraded from sweatpants to my workout shorts now that Mm. it's getting warmer. It is indeed getting warmer. Um, I also, I'm not wearing a shirt. Do you know? Oh, hell yeah. Do you know that uh, Toronto... <laughs> I don't know why I told you that, but... It's okay. I am wearing, like, sweat shorts. So, like, if shorts were made of sweat pant material... Yes, the um, green ones, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm also wearing a t-shirt I got in a box of beer that's extra large. You could fit two of me in here. Oh, I was. You know what I was going to guess? I was going to guess that purple, or the, the bright pink tank top. Yeah, no. My Chang shirt? Yeah. Hell yeah. No. Uh, fuck, I was going to say something, but now I can't remember what it was. It's okay. We talked about the important things, like what we're no, wearing. We ruined it by getting things all naky. Sorry. Oh. I just want the listeners to have, have a fucking, like, Vivid picture in their mind. Isolation slobbery? Yeah. Fuck, what was I going to say? It was going to be really important. It was going to blow this shit wide open. The whole <laughs> conspiracy. Murder hornets are just 5G and in bug form? Well, yeah, let's let's talk about the world. Uh, fucking murder hornets are a thing now. Welcome to May, babies. Yeah, it's it, aliens. Do, do we even talk about the fact that the Pentagon were like, hey, there were aliens and everyone was like, shh, Corona. Yeah, yeah, no one gives a shit about this. I mean, to be fair, they've done that before. They like, I don't remember when, but there was a time when the Pentagon was just like, oh, hey, by the way, there's like aliens exist and no one gave a shit. And now yeah. they're like, no, guys, really aliens. They're like, look, we have videos of like marines going fucking crazy because they're picking shit up on their like advanced scanners that they can't understand everyone's like yeah but corona and also murder vomit um, no, murder vomit murder, murder vomit oh great now you've put that into the world i guess we know what june is it's murder yeah. vomit. well you know what else has been happening this week what have you heard of the shampoo bottle challenge oh, god or damn it should no. we say hashtag shampoo bottle challenge no um what what do you think it is the first thing that came to my mind was people trying to put a full shampoo bottle in their ass. Well, you know what? You're about right in terms of the horny scale, but you are incorrect. Is it people trying to deep throat sh- shampoo bottles? Nope. Uh, hornier, I think. <laughs> okay. I'm out of ideas. Is it trying to like jerk it off and then squirting it to make it look like it's come on you? <laughs> no. Um, okay. Well, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> look, you told me horny and that's sure. those okay, are my so- three ideas. It is a challenge wherein a male uh, strips down to their boxers, gets erect, jams their dick horizontal in those boxers, and then tries to balance a shampoo bottle on top of their hard horizontal penis um, while showing off the shape of their hard cock. What do you mean horizontal? Like just like they, so that it's like sticking it so perpendicular? Not like out, nine- sideways. Like it lays against the skin all the way over to the hip. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. I don't even. So not like a ninety degree angle. They're well, pushing it against like if, their thigh. If, it, yeah, if the body was a compass, it would be pointing either east or west. I don't even think I can push. How do you push your dick to the 
side when it's hard. Either way, that's the thing now. So there's a lot of thirsty people. I don't know what it is, but a lot of people who either follow us or follow the things we follow uh, have been have been retweeting about the shampoo bottle challenge because they are uh, thirsty, I guess. So there you go. Hey, man. When I guess you haven't been touched in a while, it's yeah. You just gotta jam your dick sideways and put some shampoo on it. Also, why would you do that? Again, <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna do an experiment tonight and see if I can <laughs> not even balance a fucking shampoo bottle on my dick. If I could literally get my dick pressed against my body like that, like up and down, I get. See, but to the I, side, I feel like it can happen naturally. You know, when you're like trying to hide a boner, and it can like. Or if you get one while you're wearing trousers, it can like go a little bit to the side. But I don't think I could get one and then jam it over there, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but that like still on the side, it's always like hugging a thigh. You know what I mean? Like it's going mm. down the thigh. It's not I've never I had do. one like go to my hip. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. It's the shampoo bottle challenge. Well, there's a mental image for you. Uh do you want to get going? Yeah, you wanna start off accusatory? What? I'm going to start off accusatory. Oh, I thought you were accusing me of starting off accusatory. Nope, but I'm going to. <laughs> okay. This is my user, PTO1155. People age 18 to 25, where are you having sex? You don't even own a house. The average bodies that people have in their early 20s is in the double digits, according to multiple websites. What does I that assume, mean? I assume they mean like sex count. This is from seduction, so... At that age, almost no one has their own apartment or house. So where exactly are you bringing these girls slash guys back to? Your mom's crib? I've had two body counts, and I've had to bring them back to my house where I live with my mom. And it's very, very difficult. It makes it stressful to even look into it. Okay, so, okay, body count. All right. This is just dirtbag terminology. Yes. Or he's literally murdering people. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, is, is there more? Is that it? That's it. Like... 18 to 20, I was living on my own at 17. Well, we all knew you had like a weird orphan, like rags to riches thing. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> like I, I was in like most people move, like a good chunk of people move into their fucking like dorms in college, which is 18 to 25. Or people have moved out of their like town to another college. I mean, like. I, I would say a good amount of people don't live at home between 18 and 25. Yeah. I it, like he's, and again, it's a little bit different in Ireland because there's not necessarily the, like the condo availability and like apartments or whatever, but like over here yeah. and in America and in like a lot of places, it's almost standard. It's almost weird if you're not out by like 18 to 25. Yeah. So in I North America, hundred because I'm assuming this person is from North America for, for some reason. Um, but I don't I don't get it. I feel like this is like it's pretty standard. Most people do, in fact, have an apartment at that point, or at least like, you know, they rent. Yeah, it's like, yes, I don't own my own home, but I have my own apartment and I've always had my own apartment. Like my entire adult life, I've not lived at home. There's a brief period after college where I was waiting to get into my like apartment where I lived at home for like six months with my girlfriend. But yeah. And it's like, it's not eight, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there are some situations where people are living at home to like save for in a place or, you know, whatever. And that's cool. But like, 
you're also then assuming that like everyone else is living at home. So it's like, if you live at home, there's a good chance the person you're trying to hook up with might have their own apartment. Exactly. So you just go there. Yeah. Like I just love, like there's, it's not even like this person is at no point questioning like, Oh, should I have an apartment or should I, whatever just be like, you don't even own a house. (laughs) It's like, well, yes, most people don't own property between 18 and 25, but a lot of people rent. Yeah. Also, it's like, as you said, the other person could have a place to go to, or like maybe one of you has a car. There's also fields and shit, guys. Like that's what people do in Ireland. They go up to Makeout Point. They yeah, touch I... each other in the car. There's alleys. There's bathrooms. Like if you're a horny teen, you'll get it done. If you're 18 to 25, you just have more options, I assume. Yeah, I like. I I don't. I mean, I'm going to assume this guy is like not from North America because like. It's it's in culture as well. You know what I mean? It's like it is quintessential Americana to like move into your college dorm. Like that is literally like the plot of how many TV shows? Like very rarely do you watch a show about people aged 18 to 25 and they're still living at home. Yeah. Unless that's like the butt of the joke. And not to say there's anything wrong with living at home between 18 and 25, whatever. Mm. But Honestly, like, like most people I know who lived at home, they did very well because you know, they saved money on rent and have now got a lot more savings than everybody else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got like, again, I, a girl uh, or a woman that uh, Amanda and I are friends with, she lived with home or lived at home until she literally got married and they've just bought a condo. Yeah. It's like, well, that I couldn't do that. Also, this guy is from Canada, Toronto. <laughs> Okay, then there's literally... Yeah, I just scrolled and found that, so... No excuse. I feel like he's just out of touch with everything. Yeah, it's like, look, I get it. The Toronto housing market is fucked, and it's hard to find an apartment, but at the same time... Yeah, it kind of has been the trend. I'm not sure how much anyone in Toronto who's still living at home is... It's tough. Yeah, I imagine difficult. Like Again, I was single for three years, in which case I, I dated a lot. And not once did anyone ever try to bring me home to a place where they lived. Yeah, it's never happened to me in Canada. All right, move on. We've kind of talked about this, but not quite this bluntly. Okay. I don't think so. If, if we have, we'll, we'll do another question. I was come from Reddit user Nada Brothers. Should I ask my housemate if she's interested in hooking up? I'm a 30-year-old man. I've lived with my housemate, C, for a year or so, and our friendship is cordial, although I wouldn't say we're extremely close. I'm not romantically interested in her. There are two other people in the house as well, both guys. A couple of days back, me and her were talking, and she mentioned she was looking for guys to casually hook up with. Should I ask her if she's interested in hooking up? Is this a pretty terrible idea? Given the fact that we are going to be in the same house at least until August, and given the quarantine, I have nothing going on with anyone else. Oh, well, it's one of those things where it's either a very good or very bad idea. Yeah. Probably a bad one. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, I think you're in the clear. I Like, I'm going to wager she's into you because it's rare that women or anyone would be like, I'm looking to hook up casually in the middle of a quarantine. Well, that's the thing. It is in the middle of a quarantine uh, where presumably they are not going to be able to hook up with anyone who's not in their home. So options are literally you three. Yeah. So if if she said that during this, maybe it's a hint. If she said it in general, it could just be that you guys are close enough that she, you know, is okay saying that. But like you have to realize, like think it through and realize that it's going to be way more intense than 
a lot of things in the world because you're going to see each other every second of every day. You know, like you're not going to be able to get a break from each other, um, which, again, could be incredible or terrible because you guys could just take it to fuck town for the entire time. But if people catch feelings, which is very possible when you guys are like literally spending every second together, especially a lot of those physically uh, and the other person doesn't, which happens so many times, this is going to suck so much when you guys are trapped in the same fucking home. Well, I think you're going zero to 100. I don't think they have to spend literally every second. Like, I live with my roommate, and we didn't spend a whole lot of time together. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you could have left the place. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's even when we're home. Much. Like, he he was in living room. I was in my room. You know what I mean, though. It's like Yeah, you, but you, you can have space within it. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, if you're but in your room playing video between games. between natural space and, like, space space. You know what I mean? Like you guys can, even if you like interacted in the hallway or in the whatever, you didn't have to be on. You know what I mean? Like you didn't have to think like, oh, what are we doing here? Like, are we going to go fuck? Is this conversation, is this casual conversation? Are they just want like their alone time? Like it's going to blur those lines pretty rapidly, uh, which is why a lot of people like, or a lot of people say to never hook up with your roommate in general, because these things are weird and hard to deal with in general, let alone when isolation is a thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, the thing is, you have, like, like people are going fucking mental anyway, just having roommates right now because they can't get away from them. So, like, you're adding another kind of, like, you're adding more fuel to the fire there, which may or may not ignite, you know what I mean? But I think it is something you have to be aware of. And I think you also have to be aware that there's two other people in the apartment. Like, yeah, you could make this uncomfortable for everyone because, mm-hmm. like, if all of a sudden they hear two people fucking yeah it's it's pretty easy to figure out who it is yeah and then it kind of divides the apartment almost because it's it's a you guys versus them thing almost yeah because you're now a unit and they're probably annoyed if they can hear you guys fuck so it can divide the apartment that way as well yeah on the other hand sex is really fun and it sucks when you're not having sex and a big isolation fuck fest could be incredible i think I think it's one of those things where you really have to sort of like almost romantic comedy style, like lay down rules and be like, we, we have to like, if we're going to fuck, there needs to be like a text message of being like, want to fuck? Yes or no. We can't get mad. If you don't want to fuck, you're not allowed to get all pissy and moany. You know what I mean? It's like, you have to like set down the rules and be like, okay, cool. There's, there's a nonverbal thing. So our roommates don't have to hear us being gross. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then regardless of the answer, if it's a yes, then it's a yes. If it's a no, it's a no. That's cool. Alone time is at the, it's, you know what I mean? It's like when we're done, you're going back to your room. Yeah. You need to have like a disengage code as well so that no one gets upset. Like if you guys are in your room afterwards and you just want your own alone time, you need to be able to be like, Hey, I think I'm going to need time by myself without everyone getting pissy, you know? So establish that code as well. Um, there's, you've definitely got to be hyper aware of the noises you're making. I don't care if you're a screamer. I don't care if your bed is squeaky, you do it on the floor and you get, you buy a ball gag off Amazon or something. Cause like you're living with other people and you have to be super considerate of that. Yeah. Especially when they cannot leave. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not exactly like you're going to be, unless, you know, maybe they, maybe they're running buddies and they go for a run for 45 minutes every day. Yeah. If that's Just, the case, you gotta great. Keep them that's your window. It is 45 minutes of fuck time until, you know, Steve and Jeff come back from their run. Yeah. 
Otherwise, if if you're if they're like, you know, stuck in as as we're supposed to be doing, you you have to be aware of that and you have to like be chill, be cool. Yeah. Put you your put your it. screaming. Yeah. Um, however, I think we're also jumping forward a little bit because for all we know, she does not want this. I mean, what I think you've got to do the like the casual like, oh, hey, how's your you know, what I mean, like you've had this conversation next time you see you be like, oh, hey, how's your like looking for for casual sex going? Haha, we're in quarantine. Nothing's going to happen from it kind yeah. of maneuver. Or um, just be like, oh, man, what you were saying the other day, it's like, fuck, I wish I had that, too, especially now for isolation. Yeah. And do. The, and if you want, like, do the joke and be like, well, if you get desperate enough, you know where my room is. Oh, you know what you should do? Is it is it the movie with Justin Timberlake? Friends with Benefits or something? Yes. Well, you need to, or something. You find a movie that has this plot and you play it. You wait with your finger on the play button until you hear them come downstairs and then you press it. You pop a beer and you're like, oh, I'm just watching a movie. You want to join me? I don't know what it is. It's just on TV. We're just watching channels <laughs> for the first time in forever. And they're going to be like, yes. it's on Netflix. And you're like, whoa, that's crazy. It just, it just popped what? up. Um, and then you watch it and just wait for them to be like, oh, wow, that's a really good idea. And you'd be like, huh? Oh, my God. You're r- that, that could happen to us. Yeah. Every time there's like a, a like a sex scene or a kissing scene, just kind of like look over at them and try to do the movie like lock eyes thing and then, you know, turn away. Yeah, lick your lips slowly. Oh my god, um, only only have set out suggestive food for the whole movie. So like hot dogs, little like Twinkies. Twinkies, yeah. Banana. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of those like those blowjob shots so that you have to like lick through all that cream <laughs> to get to the, the sweet, sweet alcohol. Um tacos with inedible shells. You just gotta lick out all the toppings. <laughs> yeah, and just like have a can of whipped cream so that no matter what they go to eat. Just yeah. like cover, just as they're about to like inhale it, just just squirt whipped cream all over. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, how did that happen? Also, for peak like romantic comedy potential, you have to also midway through the movie have a like make it rain at some point. Like make, do it when you know it's gonna rain. So in case you guys want to go outside and like kiss in the rain. Uh, secondly, have a wall and be like, shit, we gotta paint this wall so you guys can have like a cutesy paint fight in the middle of it. Ooh yeah. Um, maybe a food fight, obviously with the suggestive food. Um, cause you know, she's going to take a hot dog to the cheek and be like, what if <laughs> the way that every woman does? Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to make it very clear that you do want to watch the woman, Justin Timberlake. Cause there was two movies that came out at the same time. One with Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis and one with Ashton Kutcher. And I think Natalie Portman. And that one is terrible. <laughs> the Justin Timberlake one is really good. Isn't it weird how sometimes the exact same movie comes out twice? At the same time, like Ants and the Bug's Life. Yeah, and uh, The Prestige and The Illusionist, I believe. I don't know if the plots are similar, but it was the same sort of like, oh, it's a magic movie. No, 100%. Um, Also, Netflix just released one with uh, the the person who plays uh, Veronica from Riverdale, and the plot is literally Knives Out. Aw. And I can, I can, I don't know, I didn't watch it, but it's like, I I, I promise you it's not as good as Knives Out, because Knives Out's fucking great. Knives Out was really good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. So let me tell you, I'm I'm gonna guess that the the made by Netflix movie with Veronica from Riverdale <laughs> probably not as entertaining as yeah the star studded cast of Knives Out. Yeah, I will give good money towards that. All right, we moving on. Yep. Okay, this is another sweet sweet gem plucked from Seduction. Oh, uh, this is by user Bay Farm. Uh, once you're together, how are you supposed to escalate sex every time? 
do you just say, baby, you want to have sex now? Do you have a time set up? It can fluctuate day by day, depending on how each person is feeling. But they don't want to be that person who's always begging while my partner has no desire. Every relationship is different, but I'm curious to know how couple typically arrange time for sex. Okay. You know what? This started really shitty, but I think I think that's a valid question. For people it's, a, it, it's it's it isn't it isn't. It's it's a weird way to like approach it, but I, like Yeah, that's the thing. Like they're taking it from the really shitty seduction found someone you don't know kind of like manipulate slash guilt slash steer them towards sex you know what i mean like imagine and the comments are fucking priceless i tell you this. I, yeah because it's either that people have the worst relationships don't know what relationships are or don't realize he's asking about relationships because it's all about ploys it's all like you gotta do this you gotta push and pull confused don't let them know where you're you know and it's like in a relationship and also yeah. the fact that this person thinks like either you just like it's just he has no no idea like literally no idea and I love that. Yeah, it sounds like he's probably not super experienced with sex and he's probably mm-hmm. never had a girlfriend. Probably is is like the the vibe. Wait, no, I'm he hundred percent has to have never had a girlfriend because. Yeah. Um, but at the same can time, you, can I, you read the question? Can you phrase it again? I like the the main point of it. Once you're together, how are you supposed to escalate sex every time? But the last bit, the last bit was like, how do you make time for sex or something? Uh, do you just say, do you want to have sex? Do you have a time set up? Uh, I want to know. I'm curious how couples typically arrange time for sex. Yeah, I think that's a valid question. I think that's a surprisingly lucid, valid question. Well, then the best thing I think is that they say, I know it can fluctuate day by day, depending on how each person is feeling, which is just the opposite of everything seductions about. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like he he seems to like understand the the concept of human beings, which is rare in seduction. Mm-hmm. But then he still like refuses to let go. He's of, still set in like he's still viewing things through that lens. He's like, I gotta yeah. escalate. I I don't jive with the idea of scheduling sex. Yeah, but I'm also not going to say that it's something you shouldn't do because I know there are couples who whose lives are so hectic, especially once you add like kids mm-hmm. or, you know, opposite work schedule where I think it might be important to actually say like, OK, Thursday night, let's find time. To fuck. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's it's one of those things where, like, I don't think it's typically what people do, but also everybody's different every relationship is different and like if it works for you it works for you there's nothing wrong yeah. with that um well, i think like we start with the basics so when you register your relationship the second you get into it uh the government sends you a calendar with your <laughs> with your sex schedule on it um so you stick to that as much as you can because uh, occasionally we'll come and check. Oh, they'll come and check. I thought you said they'll they'll come and check, and I was like, God damn, we we're getting paid for this. <laughs> well, I will <laughs> say he he does he does ask at the start. Do you say, baby, you want to have sex now? And uh, like, we don't even need to to tell this person what to do in that case because everyone in the comments has already gotten there before us. Uh, asking for sex is beta. Never ever ask for sex. <laughs> everyone, there's like forty nine people here saying that. Um, no, those are obviously all jokes, what I'm saying, even though, yes, 49 people are saying that. I feel like every relationship has its own, like, your language and, like, the way you do things, 
You know what I mean? It's not like everybody has this, oh shit, two o'clock, that's fuck time. Or like these procedures or this dance. It's like you you will know, like when you're in a relationship, you are close enough to someone that these things aren't necessarily a problem. They only really become one if like, say you guys have a mismatch in libidos or like a breakdown in yeah. communication to the point where like you literally don't know what the other person means or wants. Yeah, and it's like at that point, that's when you have the conversation of being like, "Oh, hey, so like, I, I, I would like to have sex more." Um, and you you approach it in a healthy, respectful manner and tell them what you would like. Uh, hopefully, they will do the same and tell you mm-hmm. what they would like, and then you kind of meet in the middle. And if unfortunately, if it doesn't match, like I don't think you should. Your sexual happiness and health shouldn't suffer at the cost of someone else's. Yeah. It might just be one of those things where it's like, if you don't match sexually, um, then then you move on, unfortunately. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, well, I think I don't think it's as much. I don't know. I don't know how big of a problem it is. I don't necessarily know that many people who personally have like gone through that or talked to someone like about it. You know what I mean? Like, I've never had a conversation with someone where they've said they've gone through that. Like, occasionally there's like a mismatch, but it's usually not so bad. But like a lot of the time, it's like you'll figure out your you know, your rhythm. And like, if, if someone, like, if you are feeling super horny or like, if you guys are kissing, like, it'll just kind of like naturally go there. You know what I mean? And vice versa for them. Yeah. I think a lot of people, I think it tends to manifest itself in a way of like, a lot of people will just kind of hope that they'll have more sex without ever actually talking about increasing the frequency of sex. And as awkward as that conversation might be for some people, but it's like a lot of people will just sort of be like, oh, I'm going to try to force sex a little more by like being more intimate with my partner and like trying to make out with them more. And it's like, well, if someone like if someone's libido is low, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what tactic really you're using because like their yeah. sex drive just isn't going to match with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when ha- like what happens is like people start getting bitter and start getting resentful yeah. or they start getting insecure and thinking that it's their fault. Yeah. And um, the thing is, like, it could be as simple as, like, we've had this on before, where some people are very tired at night, but they're awake in the morning, whereas the other partner doesn't like waking up. So they're, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah. if you're a morning sexer, I believe that's the term, then you're going to be is. disappointed when your partner's sleepy. But if you're a night sexer, you're going to be disappointed when you're a partner sleepy. Whereas that's that's not like a, you're not attracted to your partner. That's just a, a mismatch in schedule. So communication first, but, like, when you're in a relationship, you shouldn't be afraid to ask someone like it one ignore all the fucking bad advice here saying that asking is terrible it there's no issue you know you'll be able to you can also turn it like if you're worried about the the uh you know optics of how it looks to ask for sex you can turn it into a statement just tell someone that you like you want to go down on them mm-hmm. you know what i mean or like when they're getting a shower or if they're like coming into the room and getting dressed you can tell them that like i I would like to fuck you right now. Yeah. And if you feel like awkward about like, cause I get it. It's like, we should, can we go have sex? Like, it sounds kind of weird. You just be like, Hey, we should, uh, we should go into the bedroom, like wink or like if they're getting out of the shower, putting their clothes and be like, you don't, you don't need them for a little while. Wink. Yeah. You gotta wink a lot. Basically. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what you say. You actually don't even say anything. Just wink until they get it. But yeah, I, I, I really feel like this is one of those things that seems like more of an issue than it is. And I think it's like, Cause you're used to like, I don't want to say the fight for sex, but like, you know, like you, you're used to like this, 
you know, going out and meeting someone you don't know if they want to have sex, you don't know what to say or how to say it, if you're going to offend someone, blah, 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 blah. I get it. That's whatever. But like, that's not a relationship. Like if you guys are actually in a relationship, you should be able to, you presumably are able to communicate, are comfortable around each other, uh, you know? So it's really not as big of an issue, I don't think, as you say. But buff Zed 221 says two steps forward, one step back, kiss her, kiss her neck, but then break away, leave her wanting more, keep building. <laughs> just keep running every around time. Yeah. You just gotta you gotta run away every time. <laughs> just give you a few choice, beautiful comments from the section. One, you probably don't want to escalate sex every time. Could get out of hand quickly the hell does that mean you probably don't want to escalate sex every time could get out of hand quickly like are they talking about does he think like the first time it's like it's sex next time it's like sex with bondage or next time it's sex with like knife play like is that what you think he means by escalating sex Uh, (laughs) like every time it gets more dangerous i thought it was more just like every time so like anytime you see each other he's like oh shit it's sex oh god every time <laughs> then uh quirky pink llama says i make it out with tongue and start touching everywhere to indicate i wanted <laughs> just like try to grab her foot and just like just, rub all the just, way up with like arm yeah. and forearm everywhere oh boy okay hit, hit me um so you you mentioned the you know the that awkward moment where you're not sure if someone likes you or not mm-hmm. and and the fight the fight for sex well Ooh. user eight town eight duan um they say how to seduce my mother's best friend who sometimes hits on me <laughs> i'm, so I'm an 18 year old stop at mother i'm an 18 year old male and her best friend is around 46 I've known her for a while, and she hits on me sometimes. For example, she has asked me how I am with my growing. She has to see me naked, jokingly. She asks about my sexual history, and when she invited me to swim in her pool, she whistled at me when I took my shirt off. She hasn't gotten physical yet, and I don't know if those are normal jokes women make. I'm into her because of her dominance, experience, age, and confidence. She's a very straightforward woman, and I'm scared of rejection, or her possibly bringing this up with my mother if I hit on her and she doesn't reciprocate. What do I do? Well, you got to just say, hey, you asked about my growing the other day. Check it out. And then just have your dick sideways with a shampoo bottle balanced on it. (laughs) Just willfully, like, just erect yourself with, like, just nothing but, like, look her right in the eye and just be like, there's my growing. You got to call her bluff. Like, next time she says, oh, I want to see you naked, just strip there. Like, you need to wear tearaway clothes every day of your life from now on until this happens and the second yeah. she says it you just whoosh. that's the thing that's it's like it. this is this is the kind of thing where you have to like you have to meet the aggression where if she's like hey i want to see you naked just be like all right cool let me know when mm-hmm. and just like dead dead look look at her face have a little you know roguish grin on your face let her know you're serious but like be playful with her back yeah and that's the thing like then it's like tennis right they hit the ball to you you hit the ball back and guess what it's going to be another ball coming your way or that she doesn't hit the ball back. And maybe you're not going to get to fuck her, but you've scored points, right? Yeah. You're 15 nil now or whatever. You could be the next uh, Federer. And you're, yeah, you're starting to like, you know, you're going to get your confidence. If you, if you make her retreat because you're too, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, you're too that's a powerful move. You're yeah, too if, much of a sexual powerhouse. 
if you're like, damn, she's so straightforward and has all this experience, and then she like cowers from your power? Your sheer sexual fortitude? That's amazing. That's a powerful move as an 18-year-old to like go into college with, to be like, ah, whatever. These 18-year-old girls, they don't know shit. Yeah, I feel like you just gotta you gotta play back, you know what I mean? Because I'm imagining right now you flush and giggle. I'm imagining yeah, that. I, I get yeah. it. We've all been there. I would do the same thing. Yeah. But if you like this person and they're being playful, you got to play back and then you will know whether or not it is in fact a game. Um, also, like they're knocking at the door ways, and you're unlocking that door. There are ways to test enter. this water. If she's asking about your sexual history and you haven't slept with anyone or you you've say, only slept with a few people, you can easily say, be like, well, I'm not that experienced. If only I had someone who would uh, show me the ropes and mm-hmm. like or, prolonged eye contact. You say... I just want to talk about my sexual future. And she goes, oh, yeah? And you go, yeah. So how are you anyway? Hey. Yeah. I mean, you say, I want to talk about my sexual future. Or do you not feel comfortable talking about yourself? Oh. Yeah. It's. You're you're in a good position because she's opening the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like you have trouble. You have. Yeah, it's it's not like you're like you're you just have a your mom's hot friend who like is over for tea every now and then and like yeah, and you're just you walking in she, like hey girl yeah she might have like given you a sideways glance and you're like oh what is it she's literally asking to see you naked yeah like, that's regardless of whether she wants to fuck you or not that is an open door in which you can shoot your shot and if she doesn't want it she's gonna slam that door real quick mm-hmm. however. Well, if this poor mom doesn't have many friends and he's going to fucking ruin this, like, got to think about the poor mom here. Yeah, I mean, also maybe don't fuck your mom's best yeah, friend. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think we're getting we're getting caught up in, in, in the vivid imagery we're throwing out here, in the sheer sexual power that's just being flung around with Willy Abandon. Um, Willy yeah, Lee. I mean, I'm, I'm I thinking of it as an 18-year-old who might be able to fuck a really hot 46-year-old. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, I, I'm giving you those tools. But at the I'm, same time, you're I'm sorry. Right. I'm going to be that angel on the shoulder here. I'm just like, you got to think about it. Is she it is your mother's it? best friend. She's because your mother's if best this, friend. And if like, this comes to light, that is not a situation that's true anymore. Yeah. Also, you may be out of the house. I don't know. Maybe she's going to be really sad and disappointed with you. Well, I don't know. I like. I would imagine she's going to take that anger out on the best friend and be like, "Well, He's yeah, an she's... eighteen-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? yeah, they're forty-something, and you're eighteen. Also, like, it sounds like this has been going on for a while. So, I don't know, lady. He was seventeen just last year. Calm your fucking yeah. jets. Um, I don't know. I think you got to think about it. You got to. Here's like... the thing. Let's flip this around. If this was a eighteen-year-old woman, and a 46-year-old man, we would be approaching this much differently. Oh, yeah. We'd be like, hey, call the cops. Yeah. Although, what if she really wanted to sleep with him? I don't know. Here's the thing. We've talked, or at least I've talked about age, and I, I don't think it's a big issue as long as the age isn't a way of getting power. Yeah. Uh, you know I mean? We've had that discussion before. So it's like, if it's just like, I don't know. If if it's if it's floating your boat and it's doing it for you, I don't think there's anything wrong as long as you're all above the age of consent and everything. Yeah, but I though we've given you the tools to progress this forward, but we've also given you the thought to be like, hey, maybe don't ruin your mother's best friend's relationship. Yeah, I would definitely think about it very hard and probably say just in general you shouldn't go for it. But I don't think there's any harm in playing back because at the very least, like 
as you said, like it's it's like practice flirting effectively, right? Yeah. It's it's nerve wracking. So you kind of have this like safe space to play with it. And like, honestly, I'm going to guess maybe she's just playing. You know, yeah, I mean? there's also the chance that like she you squirm and she thinks yeah. it's funny. You know, there, there are people like that, right? They like to be like, it gives them a little rush. You know what I mean? She gets to revisit yeah. like sexuality of her youth. Like, does she have a husband also? You know what I mean? Like, because if they I have a family <laughs> as well, definitely do not do that. You know yeah. what I mean? If Even if you get the go ahead, if they have a family, just don't. You know what I mean? Don't, don't be a dick. Um, so, yeah, all things to think about. We're going to we're going to slide away. We're going to go into. Uh, I'm not even going to read the title for this one for right now. Okay. Okay. This is by Rude1214. So in these Corona times, I'm bored out of my mind. So I downloaded a dating app. I find a girl I'm really into and we connect on many things. She loves Star Wars, some games, and she even likes football, although she completely chose the wrong team to support. Anyway, I'm a bit wary she might be a catfish because she's hot as hell. At least maybe a 10 or more. Well, I'm a 5 on my best days. Or more? (laughs) I'm a 5 on my best days. There are a lot of catfish on the site, so I ask for a picture of her. She's understanding. We exchange some pics. Nothing special. I assume he means, like, no naked ones. On one of the pics, I spot a prosthetic leg. Well, shit, she's probably a bit insecure about the whole thing, so I decided I must tell her I know this, but don't care about it. Yeah, I think most of you probably think I'm an idiot already, but don't put the popcorn away just yet. It's going to get worse. I haven't mentioned the prosthetic yet, but I'm looking for an opportunity. We're just throwing cheesy pickup lines at each other, as it's something we've been doing a couple of days now. I ask if she's ever been jailed for stealing hearts. She responded with, "Do you think you're? do you think I'm a thief? To which I said, I was thinking more a pirate. I haven't had the response in over 10 minutes. Oh, no. Uh. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Question is, I fucked up by insulting the one-legged girl I'm really interested in. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. I would love to know if he ever got a response back. Because, like, 10 minutes is enough to, like, oh you know, go downstairs and get your Uber Eats or, you know, had to put something in the oven or, you know, I mean, 10 minutes isn't a long time. I love how it hit 10 minutes and he was like, fuck it. I need Reddit, <laughs> you know? Um, Cause like, if there's no, unless the prosthetic leg was very obvious in the picture, mm-hmm. there's, there's been no discussion of it. Well, oh yeah. You see, okay. Okay. You, you make a good point. Are you about to say what I'm going to say? I don't know. You pivot. You pivot real hard. If she doesn't okay. write back, or if she does write back upset, you'd be like, oh shit, I didn't even know this. I was just going to say, because you got that booty. Yeah. Right? You got that booty. And then she's mentioned the leg, and you go, oh, I didn't even know this. Who cares about that? Like, in a good way. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, like... I was going to say, there's nothing you can do if she just decides not to write back. But I now mean, I say you text her dot, 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 because of that booty, question mark? <laughs> it's the only <laughs> time because of that booty, question mark, might actually save the day. However, if she does get back, I think this will be... Like, if she likes the joke, I think that's a really good sign. You know what I mean? Because I'll bet most people aren't comfortable enough with it to make a joke like that. So if she appreciates a joke like that, you guys are probably on really good footing. This thing, it's like if if you're got a good banter back and forth, I would hope that someone's got. Like, I, this is from my point of view, and I'm 
I prefer to make light of bad situations I'm in. So mm-hmm. like if someone made a, if I had if I had one leg and someone made a pirate joke to me, I would be all about it. Yeah. And like honestly Because it shows that you're not gonna fucking like pussyfoot around it. Like I don't yeah. want people to like treat me differently because of something. That's the thing. Most people I know who have, you know, a scar or like an injury or a disability or anything like that, they don't want it. They don't want to pretend it's not there. And they are sick of people who kind of like, as you said, like pussyfoot around it or like walk on eggshells. So like for a lot of people, I think, and obviously I'm not saying you should just run around and mock people for, <laughs> for things that they might be self-conscious about, but like, it, I'm going to guess that they're probably going to be okay with it. Maybe. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of most people I know, they prefer to have it discussed, frankly, than swept under the table. Yeah. And like, again, I don't think if you're worried that you've you've blown your shot. I also don't think there's anything to be like, there's no harm in being like, hey, so I just looked at your picture again and I saw the prosthetic leg and I feel like my joke might have been taken out of context. I didn't notice it. That wasn't my intention. I'm really sorry if it upset you. Cause like mm-hmm. that ultimately like you're telling a little bit of a white lie being like, you didn't notice it, but yeah, like if, if you're lying, you also didn't intend. Feeling. Yeah. It's like, you I... didn't intend to make this joke at the expense of her leg. So I don't think there's any problem in acknowledging what might be the issue and apologizing for it. You say I've been trying to find a way to apologize, but I'm stumped. Oh, I think we might've gotten off on the wrong foot. <laughs> okay we can't we can't do this we can't do this we can't do this <laughs> we can't do this i'm sorry um but yeah i think you just you gotta either gotta own up or white lie a little bit because i'm sure you didn't do it to be mean and you know a little white lie here and there if you're stopping someone from being upset for something that was not malicious i think it's okay um this comes from reddit user gabby random Honest thoughts from guys who have had sex with curvy girls with a bit of a stomach, especially when riding them. Hey, I'm a 29-year-old female and have always gotten lots of compliments on my curvy shape. I have a big hip, or I have big hips, a booty, small waist, and small boobs. But the lower part of my stomach sticks out, even though I work out. And I rarely show myself in a bikini, and I'm definitely not comfortable walking around naked after having sex with someone, not even if I'm in a relationship, because of the stomach, fupa, muffin top, or whatever you want to call it. This also makes me super insecure when it comes to sex because I want to be able to ride the guy and just do everything I want and do in my head, but I can't stop worrying about him being turned off by my flappy stomach. Rationally, I know it's not that bad. It's like I think I'm tricking everyone when I'm wearing clothes because they make my stomach look flat. And then without underwear, it shows and it moves as I ride them, obviously, since I'm a human. But I guess the pressure of having a perfect body have only gotten worse with social media. And I really just want to hear honest thoughts from guys. Have you ever been turned off by seeing a girl's stomach move? If yes, why? If no, please feel free to reassure me. No. Like, yeah, not, I, not no, I won't reassure her. But no, I've never <laughs> been like, oh, look at that stomach and been turned off. Uh, I'm pretty sure the only time I've ever actually been turned off by someone was like in, in kind of in the act or like while trying to do something was I'd gone home with someone um, and like we were like we, we were back in her bed and she was like, hey, uh, like I have this kind of like condition. Um, I think it was endo- endometriosis where like you get like a lot of pain or whatever. 
And she was like, so I'm actually in a lot of pain. Like, I don't really want to have sex. I was like, oh, yeah, no, like, absolutely, of course, no worries. Um, But we hung out. And, like, the whole rest of the night, she was, like, just such an asshole. And, like, she was just saying, like, all these stories about, like, her friends being assholes and, like, laughing and, like, just kind of being shitty. Um, And, like, this was back in Ireland, so I couldn't necessarily get home. So I was like, fuck it. Like, I was drunk. It was late. I was just going to sleep over, go the next morning. And, like, the next morning, she gets on top of me and tries to, like, do some stuff. And I was, like, just mentally turned off. Like, this was not a nice person. I was also a little bit hungover and tired. Um, Just was completely turned off. Just, like, it's one of the only time, pretty much the only time, actually, that I haven't been able to get it up. And I was just like, nah. So, like, literally, that's the only thing that's done it for me is someone being a fucking asshole. Also, pretty much everyone's stomach sticks out. Yeah. Like, Like, unless you're a fucking Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, like, or... if you, you want to, like, there's a very select group of people who's don't, because even like on Instagram and shit, a lot of that is positioning, uh, camera magic, angles, sucking in makeup, filters. Like, there's so much shit that goes into those um, that it's wildly unrealistic. And even if some people do have that without those things, they're in the minority, and they're yeah. not eating as much fun shit as we are. <laughs> and the thing is, is like, at the end of the day. If someone is like eager to have sex with you, chances are they're not gonna be like, ah, like a, a flabby stump. Like, there's a lot more to someone in terms of their sexual appeal than the just the part that you're insecure about. Part. Yeah. Also, like, like everyone's got it. Like everyone has something they're insecure about. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it, you you're definitely fixating on it, and it's probably not nearly as bad as you think it is. Like. I'm sure you feel like it's like a fucking wave rolling around. And I promise you it's like, if you're Everybody's a curvy girl, parts guess are what? shaking around when you're fucking, he's probably looking at your boobs jiggle and he's probably looking at your butt jiggle before he looks at your stomach. Also, like that's, that's another thing is like, even just look at the fucking physics of it. It's like, if I'm lying on my back, if I want to look at your stomach, I got to cream my chin. It's uncomfortable. Whereas guess what? If I just lie there, my eyes find your boobs and your face and I'm a happy boy. Yeah. Like also, I feel like a lot of people get like insecure about like, oh, like I'm worried that I'm going to like take my top off and blah, blah, blah. It's like these people have seen you with clothes. Unless your clothes are like masterful works of like subterfuge, they probably have an idea what you look like a fairly fucking good idea. And guess what? They don't, they didn't care because you've gotten to the point where you're about to fuck them, you know? Yeah. Like unless you're constantly wearing like a poncho or like a parka that you, or like something with like a ribbed support that just squeezes you in. Yeah. Like unless you're constantly in a corset. Yeah. Like I, and I doubt you are. So like these things are not going to come as a surprise to this person. I like, look, let's, there's a, there's always the the chance of surprise of when you see someone naked. You know what I mean? Like when the bra comes off or the, or you're, yeah, for guys, yeah. when, like rarely do girls have a real good idea of what you're rocking in the dick department. Unless you've so done the like, hashtag shampoo bottle challenge. Correct. Um, <laughs> so it's like, there's always like the, the, the worry that you have is the same worry that every guy is like, Oh, my dick isn't too small. Unless you're, mm-hmm. you know, rocking, you know, a giant dick and you know, it. and then you're worried that's too big. Yeah, it's like there's we all have insecurities about everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm sure that the most jacked dude and the most, you know, lean woman 
have something where they're like, oh, I don't want this. I don't want them to see this. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to see that. Or they're not jacked enough or they're not lean enough, you know? Yeah, everybody has something, but like you re- you need to also like if someone does, because I'm sure, you know, there might be someone out there, right? I'm pretty sure we talked, had that one guy who was like, kept complaining someone's butt was too small or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there are assholes out there. Fuck them. Well, like, don't fuck them. You know what I mean? Um, so if it does happen, like, that sucks, but just because they are shit doesn't mean you should take that to heart. But yeah. you need to realize, like, pretty much everybody's stomach is not flat at all. Everyone has that little thing uh, that juts out, especially um, especially women, like, with your anatomy, you know? And also, like, the clothes you wear, like, the the leggings and... Tight underwear, uh, yeah. The band on underwear, it's always going to squeeze in. Yeah, it, jeans, like all of the things are meant to like tighten in. So it's like there's always going to be a little bit of overlap. Unless, mm-hmm. again, unless there isn't. There are women who out there who exist that, that don't. Yeah, but um, like practically, you know. Yeah, it's like you could find you can find women of any size from 0 to 14 who, despite the fact that they're thinner than you, will have more or less the same you know, overhang of stomach. And I promise like the, the most important thing is, especially when it comes to sex appeal is confidence. Like, yeah, just, just own it. You know what I mean? It's like, this is your body. You said you get a bunch of compliments, focus on those compliments and be like, Hey, if you're not going to be down with the little bit of jiggle, then you don't get the booty and you don't get, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't mm-hmm. get all the other things that you yeah, are they, rocking. They if they can't handle you. the, you know, the one thing that might not be perfect. Yeah. In your mind. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously it's easier said than done. It It is hard to, to shake these insecurities, you know, like I get that, you know, again, I've had them, Dane's had them, some yeah. of us still have them, you know what I mean? There's always something, right? Um, so we get it and like, don't feel bad if it's not easy to just get over it, you know what I mean? But it is the kind of thing where like, if you don't actively try to become okay with it, it won't just magically happen. You know, you have to repeat to yourself that, you know, you are, you are sexy, like that you are overreacting to, to how bad it is. You know what I mean? Like you, you need to, to realize these things that everybody has that little bump or that little bulge or whatever, pretty much within varying degrees. Um, and just, just like tell yourself that it's okay and that you're, you know, attractive. And it's just one of those things you have to work on. And I'll tell you right now, it sounds like she, doesn't ride people because of this ride someone Mm -hmm. the next time you're with a partner that you feel comfortable with ride them and i'll tell you right now like now said one it's almost impossible to look down at the stomach and two if you're rocking a big booty there's nothing better in the world than having a big booty girl ride you because guess where those hands are Mm -hmm. they got a big old handful of booty i don't it doesn't matter what the fuck your stomach looks like that man is in heaven you know what i mean so So you could just do a little reverse cowgirl Get that booty you can in his also face. do that too, sure. And it's like, what I'm saying is you're going to realize that you're having fun and the guy's probably going to be in heaven. So just like, get out of your head and give it a go the first time. And you'll find, I, I promise you, like 99% that everyone, both of you are going to enjoy your time with you on top. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like, it's, it's the first thing to start, you know, chiseling away at this insecurity to be like, okay, I can do this. He loved it. I loved it. What the fuck's the problem? If you want to start off slow, you can start off slow. You know, 
if one night if you're getting into bed with someone and the lights are off, maybe do it that way because that'll make you a little bit more confident. Yeah. To to get started, you know what I mean? And like when they realize how fun it is and you realize how fun it is with you being on top, then the next time will be a little bit better, a little bit easier, hopefully. You know? And let me tell you, if someone has just fucked you, they they want to see you get up and go to the bathroom after mm-hmm. sex. Like it's one of my favorite fucking things to watch the the woman that you who the naked woman that you just had sex with, like you get to see everything from a distance. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's great. great. You're lying there, like, you're all languid and satisfied, and you get to look at hot naked people. It's fucking great. Yeah, I promise you, whoever that part, whoever you're, the person you just had sex with, is going to just soak your glory in. Because one, if they've done their job right, you're going to be fucking glowing. Two, they're like you've you've put a spell on them mm-hmm. at that point. You know and what now I mean? they're you, yours. You, yeah. So like, just walk away and just don't look back. Just fucking own it. Just let them soak it in because mm-hmm. that is that is the greatest compliment I think anyone can get is like that look from your partner when you're coming back into the room mm-hmm. of just like, yeah, what up? All right. Thank you very much for listening, friends. It has been a pleasure. Thank you, Josh hey. Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song Paper Stars. Oh, you're just going right into it. Okay. I am, man. I just, we were thanking. I just, <laughs> I don't know, man. You also, you were talking there. to your cat, so... Yeah, I've left my door open a little bit because it's so hot, and mm-hmm. I've had all of the cats come in and visit me Hell today. Yeah, I um, want to let the dog in, but I just get too distracted. I'd just be like, "She's so cute, Dane. She's so cute." I know, I know. She is so fucking cute, though. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, you can send us a email or all sorts of manner of social medias. You can find us on Facebook at FCK Buddies Podcast, or you can find us on Twitter at FCK underscore Buddies. You can email us at FBuddiesPodcast at gmail.com, and you can visit us on the World Wide Web at www.plentyofbeef.ca or FBuddiesPodcast.com. Hell yeah. You guys ready for some terrible sex writing? Oh, hell yes. Okay, give me that comfy sigh. So this comes to us fresh out of the mind of Philip Huck and his book, The Stonebreakers. His hand set out on a magnificently daring journey across limitless expanses of thrillingly unfamiliar flesh, exulting in the possession of unknown territory. He traced an exploratory path from the nape of her neck over her breasts under her straining buttocks. Soon they were no longer bodies on a bed. They became some mad, mobile sculpture, manipulated this way and that in throes of its own creation, two forms in search of positions of perfect linkage. Nice. I just love the like the image of them becoming a mad, mobile sculpture, just like erupting from the bed and just like, you know, moving through the house like some weird human spider. It's terrifying. So we're going to finish this off with a Pornhub comment. Um, in order for the, the comment to make sense, I'm going to read the the uh, the name of the, the video. It's called, help, stepson. I'm stuck in the kitchen sink. In the sink? Yeah, it's, it's, yep, that's what it says. Um, and a verified user, Mr. Tipton, says, hand stuck in the sink. At the Tipton Hotel, we have a specially trained repairman, Arwin. He could have gotten you out in seconds and fix any repairs instantly. Kind regards, Wilford Tipton. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Niles Spain. And we've been your folk buddies. Stay safe.